Hey, how are you doing? You doing on this uh, rainy Friday afternoon? I gotta say, it was a rainy morning for me, but it's okay. uh, the sun. The sun has come through. We're only we're we're at about noon, and uh, it's looking like it's, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a nice day, Jimbo. Nice, nice. It's not gonna be a nice Fourth of July weekend here. No, and uh, yeah, our liquor purveyor was uh, nonplussed by that fact. I was like, well. You get an in, inside weekend, you know, watching sports on the couch. He's like, ah, I wish. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you working in an outdoor liquor store on he's, the side? He's being forced to go outside at gunpoint <laughs> by his by his roommates. <laughs> yeah, I got to maintain Oak Square. It's part of community service. I don't know. When it's raining, I just kind of stand on the roof and glare at shit. It's not going to glare at itself. That's a good roof for glaring, I got to admit. <laughs> yeah, it's a good view from that roof. I haven't been on it. I'm just imagining. No, I mean we get to see that roof, and that roof looks like it looks on all the all the hijinks that is Oak Square. Absolutely, one intersection make that seven. Yeah, it's where where seven streets become one, like some sort ah. of po- polyamorous union. Yeah, an orgy of streets, roads. Will we have enough sodas for all those roads? There's only one way to find out. Welcome. Welcome. That's that's how you do that, everybody. Take notes. That's that's We've that's come a long way. A little meandering intro, but then all of a sudden, right when you think we're just gonna bullshit the whole time, boom, we reference the name of the show within the first five minutes. Yeah. Huge. I, I, I just gotta get you on road talk. It's like, hey, what's uh you remember the roads that intersected Lansy Roundabout? What's like a boulevard or a street, another name like for that? Blue ball road. <laughs> blue like, ball yeah, road. Use some blue ball soda. Yeah. So apparently Blue Ball Road comes from so that was a street that I grew up near everybody was Blue Ball Road. And apparently that comes not from dudes trying to get hand jobs. There's but, a town in Pennsylvania. Uh well I guess that was a sign that they would it was a common use of of, of signs for, for places before reading was necessarily common. And so you would just put like a blue circle on the front of your bar, like on the sign, and people would be like, Oh, it's the blue ball tavern. Like yeah. that's and so at some point there was, I think, a blue ball tavern along blue ball road and they're like, fuck it. So it's just white trash hieroglyphs. Basically. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I live on red square street. I do like that it's blue ball instead of blue circle. Cause there's no way it was three dimensional and a ball by its very nature must be a sphere. I just, yeah. Giving directions that way. So you go through, uh, eight octagons and the order is they're red octagons and it's left forward forward right left left anti-left you make your second anti-left after the first left and i'm on the three third green rectangle on the right (laughs) well on 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 the my my good knee side if you see an upside down yellow triangle, you've gone too far. I know there's there's a couple of towns, like a blue ball, Pennsylvania, and I think it's near Intercourse. Classic. Classic town. And I think Paradise is near there too. I don't know if they're they're all sandwiched right next to each other, but you go from Blue Ball to Intercourse to Paradise. 
You I mean, can make that trip in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be quicker. It just makes sense. Yeah. It's logical. The reverse order makes no sense. Mm. Well, that seems very frustrating. Yes. We digress. Pardon in advance to anybody. Uh, the plumbers are currently plumbing my house, so there may be some background hey. noises. There might be some pipes clanging. What did you offer them? Uh, money. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, oh, we'll do that for Don't me. Don't worry. That's my siren. Nice. <laughs> those, are, uh, those are actually my plumbers. <laughs> I also have plumbers. They're emergency plumbers. They they run their plumbing out of an ambulance, and most of their plumbing is veins. They get it's, there very it's surprising. fast. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah! But we might hear some pipes clanking, and uh, you're gonna oh, love. I just it. had to get through Oak Square. That's it. <laughs> hey, I mean that's the best way to do it is with a siren, some loud loudness, and flashy lights. Speaking of loudness and flashy lights, have we got a story for y'all? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna dust off an old format. We're gonna tell a story from back in the day. We haven't done it for a while just because, you know, we've been rambling about other shit. Yeah, hopefully this is an audio upgrade. Hopefully. Oh, we did, fingers we, crossed. We we recorded this as like a demo to see if we could we could do it. I, did we didn't release it though, right? Through our computer speakers. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we sent it to some people. Yeah, we sent it to friend, like like a couple of guinea ass pigs. Yeah. But, uh, so apologies in advance to like the four people that may have already heard this story. Ah, some longtime listeners. I I hope we can get most of the details at least correct again, because neither of us listened to this episode since probably last summer. It's true. I started to, because uh, because we're on a Friday afternoon here. Ben, I texted Ben when he was good, and he said, "Uh, soon now, <laughs> like yeah. pretty much now." And uh, I don't know we. He asked about a story. I we, we got we got a couple in the bank, like some, yeah, some real just, good ones. But but we need. I think we need third opinions on a lot of them. Yes, for uh, ac- not even just for accuracy, but for like additional anecdotes that we probably just forgot. Because accuracy is not as important as telling the tale itself. You know who who gives yeah. a shit if like if we got the dates correct. You know who cares? Yeah, but I uh, I threw this one out there. <laughs> Realized we had a recording of us telling the story of this. I uh, got maybe a half minute into it, and I was like, "Oh, uh, we agreed in like ten minutes from now, so I got to go to the liquor store." Yeah, There's no time <laughs> Fuck to rushing li- up on this shit. No time to listen to us tell the story we're about to tell. Plus, we lived Duh. it, so fuck it. Exactly. You know, I hope somebody who listened to it that first one, or maybe has both of them, can fi- poke some holes for us. It'll be a nice detective mission for somebody out there. Yeah, I mean, keen ear. Luckily, the only person that can really weigh in on whether or not we're being accurate to what what actually happened is my my old ass grandma. Who there's no way in hell she's listening to this just because I don't think she knows what I don't think she's heard the the term pod outside of uh, a, the gardening genre. Okay, like she's a not a fan pod. of that movie. Pod. I think she's aware of movies. Okay, but I don't know if I don't think I've ever watched a movie with her. Maybe as a kid. I'm aware of movies, too. Brag. <laughs> My man's out here of watching films. But yeah, so without further ado, here is the, the main soda. Here's here's uh, the tale of it was my first trip to Las Vegas, and it was my grandpa's 80th birthday, and that's why we went. My, uh, my, my aforementioned grandma was like, hey, your grandpa's turning 80. Let's go to Vegas. This was... It was going to be the weekend of the Super Bowl, which makes it February? 
I think early February. Yeah, so I'd been 21 for two two months and change. So this this was not just my first trip to Vegas, but I was fresh to the legally going to bars scene. Yeah. For those who'd like to hear about the first time I ever went to a bar in any capacity, there's an episode about that. Uh, I don't know, maybe 40 episodes ago. So just look for Ben's first bar experience or something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, maybe maybe on our Instagram there'll be some embarrassing pictures of me at that bar. Could be, could be. Could I think be. so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, so they were like, and uh, you know, you should you should bring a friend so you can have some fun because at the time, you know, like well, my little sister was like seventeen, so she couldn't really like do any of the fun shit in Vegas. My cousins came, but they were also under twenty one. So I was gonna, I was gonna be the only person over twenty one until. We basically hit my mom and uncle's age, which is I'm not partying with them. So I, uh, yeah. I messaged Jimbo, who you know still down in uh, college in Maryland, and I was like, "Hey, what if uh, what if we fly out? What if we what if we go to Vegas?" And you were like, "Hell fucking yeah!" Because you'd been once before at that point, I believe. I think I yeah, and that was that was going to be the second of like three trips in that that like calendar year that Fuck I would yeah. take there, which was unnecessary. But I knew a lot of people. Who were 21, turning 21, and uh, for whatever reason, the first one, me and my dad went to Vegas, and I think it was like two weekends before, because I had won some money on the Vikings, who who were a team who lost their championship game, but uh, ended up covering the spread nice against, against their opponents in the Super Bowl, the New Orleans Saints. Thank you for the full pronunciation there. That's great. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. But yeah, uh, me and my dad took a you know weird my son's twenty one trip to to <laughs> Vegas and and Northern Arizona. Hell yeah! Which look, I I have fond memories of, but also uh, I can make fun of him a little bit. But that'll be for another time. I'm sure we'll all three be in a room at some point, and I'll uh, I'll be able to clarify a little more. Absolutely. But uh, yes, yeah, so we flew out, and I guess did you and I just meet in like at the Vegas airport? No, no, no. I think I took the train up to Boston because okay. our flights were already paid for. Like that was that was set. Yeah, and I know our hotels were already paid for because I didn't pay a dime for lodging. Yeah, so like, I- <laughs> flights or lodging. So I got a train ticket up to Boston and back to Boston. I think twelve hours before and or after. Yeah, or I, I might have even rolled the dice on that that one back. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. Now that you mention it, because I remember you you were going to fly back with me. The whole way we had a layover in Dulles, which we'll get to chronologically. But the lodgings that we stayed at, I I booked because uh, my grandma was like, "We'll we'll help with the plane tickets, but you got to find a place to stay. Like you you got to pay for that." And I think she was kind of doing that as in like a you can treat yourself and get like a really nice room. And yeah. instead, do you want to stay at the Mirage? Maybe <laughs> Circus Circus, right next to Slots of Fun. We were, I think, only one block off the strip. Like we weren't too far from i think we were half block maybe from the action but we know, stayed got some big blocks down there we stayed at the hooters hotel and casino uh which yeah. i think cost 39 dollars a night if that i mean it was and nothing. The, behind the front desk of of that hotel casino was just a fucking museum it was yeah. excellent it had a nascar and yeah the hooters know, nascar the original hooters uniform <laughs> yeah on a mannequin uh, there were there were hot sauce stains on literally everything. It was great. 
and a few of the dealers at the at the you know blackjack and other various types of card tables were Hooters girls, but then everyone else, like if you were over the age of like twenty eight and were a dealer, you were just in like a black Hooters polo shirt. Yeah, just kind of. You were just out. a professional, because of course, like men can work as dealers at the casino, and they're not going to put them in the Hooters girl uh, uniform. Although, it'd be funny. To just like have some, I'm just picturing like a shredded guy just squeezing into the little shorts and the and the little the little shirt. That'd be fun, but still wearing the tights. Still wearing the like, tights. Oh, he shaves his legs. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, so we stayed there. Oh, and hey, good good choice. Thank you. I mean, it, it worked out well. We uh, making your grandma pay the Hooters <laughs> hotel and casino. No, no, I paid oh. for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no. She, she, she was like, "You gotta." Uh, she, she helped with the flights only. I had to do the hotels. That's oh, why I we guess stayed. Then I owe you a couple of nights. No way. Like that's that's of, why we stayed at the nights of wings and gambling. Yeah, that's why we stayed at the cheapest hotel I could find. That also happened to have a twenty four hour Hooters inside it, which meant we could get wings whenever we wanted. Wow. Yeah, but uh, we got there. We met up with everybody. We had like a couple of family meals, but I feel like you yeah. and I were honestly off on our own quite a bit. It was a it was a good three day weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it rained that, that we had done. Yeah, yeah, and it had done that. I think when me and my dad were there, and one thing I remember is he gave me like this free pair of Clark's boots with uh, his company's liner in them. And they were free for him. I mean, we're about the same size shoe, but I worn down these soles a little bit when I was at college. And I remember the light rain in Vegas got the like stone sidewalk in front of the Mirage, like a certain amount of wet yes. that I could just slip and Hell slide. Yeah. Like it was like old slide? soaps. Nice. I remember soaps? Yeah. Yeah. Just, whew, just that nice controlled full, slide. Full head of steam. And then, yeah, yeah nice flat, broad boot. We were rugby players at the time, so I mean, we were in shape. We had some hustle to us. Yeah, you would you would not want to mess with us, much like you would not want to mess with us now. Yeah, although you you could four you years would, ago, I would, think you could have messed with us pretty hard. Yeah, nowadays <laughs> not so much. Uh, yeah, it rained. Um, which, so we were drunk pretty much the whole time. As 21 year olds in Vegas are wont to do. And, and I should think we were, we were good on not gambling too much because we were poor college kids staying in the Hooters hotel. Yeah. I, I think I, uh, gambled and lost 40. I was like, I'm going to spend 40 bucks. That's my gambling amount. And I went and played, uh, blackjack for a little while. I think at one point I was up 10 bucks and then I just lost the rest. And I was like, and I'm done. I'm fucking good. So. There you go. You taught me how to stay at the craps table and bet the minimum, the minimum amount of times to not get asked to leave the craps table, but get the free drinks. And we just tipped the dollar fucking uh-huh. chip. And that's, so that meant, and because, done. because we were just, we were just awful. We fucking, we're getting like Long Island iced teas because we were yeah. just like, what's the most drunk we can get for free while we're go here? Go ahead. Fill the glass of crushed ice. That's still all liquor. Yeah, exactly. Come on. And so, because the thing about betting the minimum on craps, every now and then you do win. And yeah. so. Somebody throws a seven or, you know, yeah. they just keep rolling until they hit your number. We'd get a couple bucks. So we, we would drink for like two hours at a craps table and spend, including the, the chip tips, like 10, 15 bucks maybe. But we'd have like 10 Long Island iced teas each. 
And so it's just a really cheap way to get absolutely hammered in the afternoon. Ah, that and penny slots, man. Yeah. Gotta say, if if those still exist, wherever they are, just go plop plop down at one if you enjoy a good, small cocktail. Yeah. I know my uh, grandpa wanted to teach us how to play blackjack, and we both had to pretend that we didn't know how to play already. Well, I think I think our poorness factor also factored into the amount of family dinners that we attended. Yeah, we. But I don't regret a single one of them. No, anytime food was offered, we were like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah let's do I'm that." There. Absolutely. Oh, you guys want to eat at four o'clock? So do we. We're hammered. Yeah. <laughs> this this is great. Uh, what what was this drink? It was what vodka? Vodka gimlet, straight up, no ice, but very cold. Very that cold. Was, he would yeah. say that every time. And some of those, like straight up. Means no ice, right? I don't know. I hope so. Neat, I, neat. Also, I, I usually ask for for whiskey neat, but neat it mean, means just straight out of the bottle, right? Not even chilled. Yeah, straight sure. up. I believe you mix it in the mixer, like in the shaker, with ice, and then pour it out and just have no ice in the glass. <sighs> and so yeah. he was just basically being like, "Make it cold. Make it fucking cold. Don't put ice in it. Don't put ice in it." Don't put ice in it, but make it cold. Just like really yeah. in that way that old guys do. They're like, I like a, I like a thing. And if you fuck this up for me, I'm going to eat you. Can you approach the triple point of a vodka <laughs> gimlet for me? <laughs> yeah. I've still, I don't think I've ever had a vodka gimlet or a gimlet of any kind. I, uh, uh, aren't, aren't they just a little limey? I think it's, yeah, it's like it's, a dash of lime and some. Some bitters or whatever. Yeah, I think it's a really simple drink. It's like, you know, yeah. like you think a Manhattan's fancy and then you realize it's like two things plus a cherry. It's, it ain't no trolley car. I can tell you that. It's not a Long Island iced tea. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we, we were hanging out with them for a bit. We, uh, I think I was riding high on that, that Vikings victory. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, you had a little money to throw down for time. It was time like kept 40 it bucks. I, I think I put 20 down on the Vikings. So I we, had like 38 and some change. We'd walk past like something stupid and blinking bright colors that you could gamble on, and you'd be like, oh, "Hang on, I'm going to put a dollar in here." <laughs> and occasionally you oh, win I'd two dollars. Do that, and, yeah. I mean, look, if something catches your eye in Vegas, go have fun with it. Well, I mean, that's that's my move in casinos nowadays. I don't sit at tables long enough to to lose a lot of money or get to know the dealer or want to tip the dealer. Uh, what I go for nowadays is just crazily themed slots yes i there, think I we talked a hobbit about this slot yeah, hell yeah. yeah about the vegas trip yeah hell yeah hobbit slots van helsing slots uh, uh the most money i won was on a kiss slot in in new orleans Fuck that was yeah. that was why i was looking for like that hobbit slot or that that van helsing slot gotta go gotta go wacky every time yeah but the reason I brought up the rain earlier is because we wanted to go on the roller coaster outside of, is it New York, New York casino that has yeah. the roller coaster? Mm-hmm. It's an outdoor little like roller coaster attached to the casino. And so it kept being closed because of the rain. And it was barely raining, but Vegas is famously in a desert. So any rain is a lot for them. And, that, and it means there's probably going to be like, they have lightning without rain. Yeah, it's true. It's so, just so, so if it rains, they're like, it's going to happen. Yeah. But so eventually we, we we did get on the roller coaster and I was wearing a shirt. And this with... isn't the one on the skyscraper. No, this, this is, is this is the one that goes around that crappy like tiny Statue of Liberty. Yeah, the like one twentieth <laughs> scale Statue of Liberty. And uh, but I was wearing a shirt with snap buttons. And so when we got to the 
the fucking uh, photo part of of the ride. I, I just you know we had walked the, past it plenty of times. We knew when it was coming. See the flash. Yeah, so I just ripped the shirt off and I fl- I flashed them as they flashed me, and mm-hmm. uh, I bought that picture and I still have it. It was on display in my apartment during the move. It's it's packed up somewhere. I'll I'll track it down and and post it. But uh, good. It's just us cracking up. I've got stupid fucking dreads. Uh, uh, my my titties are out. It's a. It's just. It's very dumb. And I'm very yeah. happy that I spent Good probably. Young lads. I'm I'm happy I spent probably twenty dollars on that fucking photo because that's how much they usually cost. And uh, you wanted to set us up. We did the. Uh, I think you called it like the the redneck triathlon or something like that. Where we did we dipped and we had the yard like pina colada on a lanyard around our necks and we had like a six pack that we split between the two of us yeah that yeah. well it's a good triathlon yeah it's and, taxing on the body but yeah there there was a there was a period in my life where i was like maybe chewing tobacco might be not such a terrible terrible thing and that was that was a very brief like one week period yeah cuz now that i think about it i think we did the cigars at that point because we didn't i didn't i've only dipped the one time it was in vegas and it was when we were heading back to the airport which was later oh, yeah but i'll just tell that part now even though it comes later in the story but <sighs> got to love the jump ahead for when we uh for when we went to leave uh we we decided to to dip we were still poor yeah so we decided <laughs> to walk to the airport which which you can't do you can't do you can well, we see did. it we did you, yeah I mean, you, you, you can see it because it's a desert, so it's flat. There's nothing. There's no trees. There's nothing in the way. You can see the airport, but it's it's. There are not sidewalks to there's it. There's no sidewalks, <laughs> and so we just bought a six pack. I think each, and then you filled me up with a little little uh, little bit of dip, which I'd never it's probably done before. A s- straight long cut skull. I think that's that's what I went for. Which could is, be yeah, could be stupid. Could be not bad. I don't know a lot. I know I. I don't want to say I was peer pressured, but those rugby guys—they really like the pouches. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, so we were just drinking the beers, walking back to the airport, and eventually a cop pulled over and was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" We we're like walking to the airport. He was like, yeah. "You can't do that." We we're like, "Well, no. uh, we're like halfway there." But he didn't arrest us, and uh, guess what? We walked to the airport. I think he actually stopped traffic to let us cross the highway at one point. Or like, so, like, like there was like it's it's an airport, so it's all like weird exits and turns and shit. And so we we'd ended up like on the wrong side of a median or something. And he just like parked and let like let us cross the street. We'd have figured it out. But then by the time we got to the airport, I was on the verge of puking because I'd never dipped before and. Yeah. I, that's what happens usually the first time. Yeah, and I don't smoke, so I was just going from no nicotine to probably quite a bit. And uh, yeah, straight to the dome. It sucked, but I realized that you're still allowed to drink in the lobby of the airport because you haven't gone through security yet. So I just Dude, sat- there's slot machines at your gates. <laughs> yeah, and we were like fucking I don't know two hours early because we were like, well, we had to check out of our hotel. And there's nothing to do. We didn't know how long the walk would take. So we got there pretty early. So you and I just hung out in the lobby while you like comforted me while I fucking got. It was a red eye flight because we were walking back at yeah. night and we arrived in Dulles in the morning. That's right. We were walking along the highway to the airport at night drinking a six pack. <laughs> yep. 
Hey, man. And, uh, but yeah, we polished it off just in the lobby in front of like TSA and then just got up and went through TSA and they're like, they, they didn't seem phased. I'm sure something similar happens there, you know, on a monthly basis, at least, if not daily. I feel like, yeah, we're the ones who didn't make a scene. They were looking at us like, these guys are going to be some fucking trouble. It's yeah. Like, no, not a laptop between them. <laughs> a couple, a couple of college age kids wearing no, college sweatshirts, just, just not, not academic shit. No liquids in their bags. These guys are going to breeze right through. But anyway, now we'll jump back to us being in Vegas. I honestly can't think of many more uh, things that we did. I mean, I I know I oh, bet the Terps. the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know I bet the Terps that Saturday and won some some money. So yep, like, I remember that. I, I turned that Vikings money into Terps money, and then I put that money on the Saints. Yep. And guess what? The Saints won the Super Bowl. Woo! Yeah, fuck you, Paint Manning. On March the Saints. Yeah. Uh, but we watched that game from, what, Bleachers? Aluminum yeah, they, bleachers in the middle of a casino. Yeah, they rolled out aluminum bleachers in front of like just rows of TVs in every fucking casino. Well, like most of the casinos have sports books and they'll have like the horse races and all the other sports going on on like 50 different fucking screens. Yeah. But usually they're like padded leather chairs with like end tables and, and cup holders next to them and shit. Uh, but this is the Super Bowl. I mean, people are here to watch games and. You want them in the middle of the casino, so you stick a bunch of aluminum bleachers in the direct middle of the casino facing the largest wall of televisions that you have. Like, right on the carpet. Like, in the middle of, like, the walkways they have, they just put bleachers in. Which meant we were even in, like, the cheap seats when the seats were free. We were oh, that yeah. we were that broke. We were like, ah, yeah, we'll sit on aluminum for a couple hours. That's fine. So it made sense to dip to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and, that, uh, that, that was one of the times where I made the right decision, dipping. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I also want to say that uh, my entire family, at least my mom's side, none of them care about really any sports at all. And therefore, they all, none of them, they were like, we're from the East Coast. I mean, you and I still both lived on the East Coast at the time as well. They're like, so yeah. we're jet lagged. So we're going to go to bed and just not watch the Super Bowl at all. And it's like, you you're and I in- stayed up till four in the morning a lot too. Yeah. It's like, you're in Vegas for the Super Bowl and you're not going to watch it. Like, I know, I knew they weren't going to bet on it, but like, not watch it at all. It's one thing. My grandpa was 80. Sure. He can, he can do whatever he wants. But like, I don't know. I think even my, it was uncle- a small market Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, my I mean, uncle, my uncle who lived out here, like he 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 still lives in San Francisco. Did at the time, he fucking I think turned in early and was like, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna watch the Super Bowl. It's like, all right, I mean, like, Uncle Stakes, you know, he he likes other things. Uncle Stakes goes his own way. Yeah, but yeah, we sat next to a guy. So you're allowed to smoke cigarettes indoors in Las Vegas. Oh, you're Vegas. just allowed to do whatever tobacco you want to. But well, in, you're not in, allowed to smoke cigars. Remember that was. Yeah. I mean, that's like the yep. posted rule. I, I, a lot of people do. And wherever we were, I, I feel like there's some casinos that are just like, yeah, we're the cigar casino. Yeah. But the guy next to us in the bleachers was chewing on like half a cigar, which is a thing. Like that, Elliot Gould and yeah. the Bridge Too Far just chomping. Yeah. Just an unlit cigar. He was ready to celebrate that last football game of the year. And I would say every... At most 15 minutes, but probably closer to every five or 10, a fucking like pit boss security guard type of guy would come walking up and be like, hey, man, you can't smoke that here. And so after the first like two or three where he was just like, 
I'm not smoking it. I'm just chewing on it. That's allowed. Like everyone around me smoking cigarettes. I'm just chewing on this thing. It's not lit. And they'd be like, okay. But after like the third time, he was like so fucking pissed. He was like, God damn it. I'm not fucking smoking it. Yeah. And you and I were just cracking up, drinking out of like buckets of beer next to him. 44 ounce uh, footballs got in that. Slots of fun. Slots oh, of fun yeah. on the strip. Hell yeah. Yeah. They give you uh, plastic footballs filled with beer. Yeah. And then after the Super Bowl, it's now quite late to our internal clocks. But again, we got that 24 hour Hooters back at the. Goddamn right. Back at the shack. So we, we know, we know we have an ace in the hole. And so that's yes. a Vegas term for you. So we went and got 50 wings. And, uh, they're like, Hey, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's late. You ordered 50 wings. You guys want the, like, are you staying at the hotel? We we're like, yeah. They're like, you want us to bring them up to your room? And we're like, Oh no, we don't have that kind of money. And they're like, it, it's free. It's free. You're staying here. You're already paying Hooters. Yeah. Like you still have to pay for the wings, but if you were going to get them to go, we can just bring them up to your room when they're ready at no additional cost. And we we're like, all right. So yeah. we go up, we go upstairs. See, see us up there. And we go upstairs to the room. We keep drinking. We hear a lot of commotion coming from the, the room, like, directly across the hall from us. They're having a party. And then eventually the cops come, and they arrest a bunch of sex workers, not because they're doing sex work, but because yeah, they were- Yeah, you were allowed to. Yeah, but they were drinking, and they were under the age of 21. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, what a yeah. weird technicality to- The Venn diagram on that one <laughs> is- Yeah. Is like, one I don't want to organize. Yeah. I mean, you do do your thing, but uh, it was just it was just unexpected. But and we we just had the door open to our room so we could like listen in and yeah, drink. It's America's beers. playground. And we then were getting fifty wings. And they were getting <laughs> non drinking age fun. Yeah, and then they brought in like a cart with uh, what's the term for the fucking silver bowl that they fucking like? It had like a bowl. I lid. don't know. Like like the you only roll time out. I really remember that shit is fucking Temple of Doom. Yeah. And yes. when I'm in hotels and every now and then I'll see somebody that got one of those. Yeah, it's the, the the classic fancy reveal where they lift the dish off and it was just 50 fucking buffalo wings. Like, we didn't even get, like, multiple. We were just like, nope, regular-ass buffalo wings. Bring them up. They were, they were like, rancher barbecue. I was like, both. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of both. I'm going to go with yes to that question. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we ate for a while and then kind of passed out and we woke up and there were still like, I don't know, 10, 15 wings left because, you know, we'd been eating all day. And, uh, we put, we threw them in the fridge. We continued to, to do whatever the next day. And then we were like, oh, we got all these wings. We don't have. Yeah. This was Monday. We were probably flying back on the red eye Monday yeah, night. I think we'd already checked out. And so we just had these wings and we found a Starbucks in one of the casinos. We we're like, hey, do you guys have a microwave? And they're like, yeah. Like, can you microwave these wings for us? And so they did, and we didn't buy anything. Politely and diligently. <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Hey, you just hotten these up for us a bit. We're not going to give you any money." And they did. And they're like, "Vegas, baby, yeah. I get it. <laughs> you could eat those cold wings. They're fine. They're digestible. But we'll help you out. We'll show you some hospitality." And the last thing we did before we started our drunken dip-filled hike back to the airport was we went and said bye to the family and yeah, so absolutely we, we uh checked out at 11 so yeah we so we're just walking around with like our fucking duffel bags just at this point as well pretty back, much yeah i backpack, probably had you know. one of my dad's uh company's uh duffel bags yeah me too and we both i mean pack, i use two of them now 
we both pack famously light, I think, within like our friend group, and so I'm sure we had almost nothing with us. We're one pantsman, five shirts, maybe, and socks and underwear for maybe maybe the days. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, we're not disgusting, but let's just say they just turned the water off to my house so that they can do plumbing, but that is not an excuse for why I haven't showered in 3 days. Like those are unrelated. <sighs> A lot of us had a good streak going. I mean, me, it was from Sunday, and I, I just showered, you know, kind of a couple hours before this cast. But Papa's got a good streak going. I feel like – I don't want to say Matt looks like it. I mean, Matt <laughs> always looks good. but Matt looks great. Whew, yeah. It's been a hot week, man. It's been a hot week. That's what I hear. But, uh, but yes, we go to say goodbye to my grandparents uh, right, right, right before – we say goodbye to everybody else. We, we go to my yeah. grandparents' room. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we're there. Absolutely. We thank him for everything. I sure hope he, that's what he wanted, was to be in Vegas for that birthday. Oh, I'm sure he did. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, and just yelling at people about vodka gimlets. Yeah. Like, they were all flying out the next day, so they're they're not checking out or anything. So we're just like, yeah, we got to get back to college and stuff. So we go to leave, and, and, and my grandpa is a is a ham. He's uh, Or he was. I mean, he's, he's dead now. But when he was alive. Yeah, I mean, your family's <laughs> big, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, he's, he's, dudes he's, in your family? Yeah, like a solid basketball or football team. I don't know how many of them you are, but like any any sports team, I'd be like, I ain't playing against them. Yeah, he was a big man, and he was what would be probably called at the time a schmoozer. He was he he was a salesman for most of his life, and so he was really good at you know, he kind of being over the top, being like, dude. He, I mean, he came in and talked to like our social studies class, didn't he? And sh- showed was us my, his pat. That was my other grandpa. Okay. Okay. Was, but he was also he was a little less of a schmoozer because he was he was an engineer. So he he had some stories and, and some jokes. Okay. But the other the, the, this grandpa was the one who was really fucking like he'd tell you the old the long rambling joke that ends in a bad I, pun. Yeah. Big on anti humor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh but but he he was he was a he was a card, you know, all those all those outdated terms for like salesmen from the fucking fifties. And so we're going to say goodbye. I hug him. James gives uh, my uh, my grandpa gives gives him a handshake. And my grandpa goes, ah, ooh, hurt my hand. You're so strong. Ooh. And we're like, ha ha. You know, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing the yeah. thing. And uh, and then we, you know, we buy our six packs. We we dip up. We go to leave. We uh, we get on the plane. Uh, we, we got a layover in Dulles. Jimbo realizes, hey, why would I fly back to fucking Boston if I'm in Dulles and I'm trying to get to basically Baltimore? I'm like already almost here. Not halfway between Dulles and Baltimore as growth lies. Yeah. Yeah. So you went first of all, we got to land at Dulles during a snowstorm. So it's like Die Hard Two, which is I'd say the second worst Die Hard it's, movie. But it's still probably the movie. morning after Die Harder. Yeah. 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 No, no. Die Hard Two, I mean, it's the third best Die Hard movie. You think four is worse than two? I didn't like four. I go check. I, I did not like one, four. Th- I go one, three, four, two, five. I mean, I I don't want to say I don't like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she's she's very good looking and and she's a very fine actress. But the movies that she's in, I absolutely hate. Yeah, for whatever reason. The Thing remake. Yeah. Like the prequel uh, thing. The, the, the short with Topher Grace in Love, Death, and Robots. Haven't seen that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you decide to stay with me till my flight to Boston leaves, and then, then you go on your adventure. But we, I remember we watched yeah, uh, yeah. The, 
We watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, each using one earbud. On my iPod video. On the iPod video, which for, for, the, for anybody younger than us, the iPod video was, what was the profile of it? It was about the size of a standard iPod classic, right? It just played it, uh, video? It was a little slimmer, I think, but I would, I would call it the size of a razor. Yes. I, I know what you're thinking, not, not, the, uh, not the blade. No. no, but the screen's what two inches? Yeah, like legitimately, like not not an exaggeration. Two, two inches, just... like diagonal corners. Yeah. So we watched the good, and, the bad, I mean, the ugly. This isn't the f- not the first time we've watched videos together on an iPod video. Oh, not at all. But I think this was the first time we watched a full movie because we watched the entire. Or we tried to. Yeah, we got like most of the way there, and then my flight had to leave. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So then you. Well, well I, I'll definitely have you tell your home, like, like your adventure for getting home. I just flew back to Boston and it was pretty, th- th- there was a blizzard going on. That's why it was snowing. You probably got ended. home before me. I think I did, which we'll get to. But because first I want to say, uh, once I got home, slept, stuff like that, I got like a, either a call or an email or something from my mom who was just like, yeah, so James broke your grandfather's hand. <laughs> Fuck yes, I did. And so he was not hamming it up when we were leaving. And he was like, "Hi, oh, oh, my hand, you're so strong." James gave him a handshake and snapped one of the bones in his hand. And I gotta say, there are those dudes that exist in the world who, when they shake your hand, they they they're trying to hurt you. They're trying to squeeze. Yeah, I, I've met one of them within the last couple of years. They never pretend like they are. But they they they're just like, I will establish dominance by flexing as hard as I can without changing the expression on my face, because I don't want anybody to know that I'm doing this. You are not that guy. You give a a standard handshake. You're like, here you go. I'll try to match you if if you're really going to try hard on me. But you're like, it's 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 firm at best. Like, you're just like, it's, it's friendly. It's a jovial handshake. You are not a hand crush guy. No. And so I think it's just, you know, he was 80 years old. Maybe you hit something in like a funny angle. I, I know you like you're not out there squeezing Maybe, the, yeah, ge- yeah, the hands sh- of the geriatric shaking that that large of a hand, I guess. But uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I remember, I remember like at the time you you felt terrible and I was like, oh, I did fucking, feel terrible. It's fucking fine. Like no, nobody's mad. Like it, it, it's it's funny to me. I, I, I feel like my family's probably largely forgotten about it, but. Uh, I still think it's hilarious because he got over it quite quickly. Uh, the the one thing I'll, I'll tell from the last episode that I think should carry over is, uh, yeah, the the guy that I met in the last couple of years that will just try to crush your hand. I met it was I think my third day of working my last job, the one the one that I quit to go serve in, which greatest move I still ever made. Hell yeah, gotta gotta say, love to uh, hear that. Love to hear that. But he he shook uh like a, a a director level guy like he was he's a salesman like a salesman guy so he shakes a lot of hands as well but like gave him gave him the the finger grab ooh like hit him with the finger grab like a hard finger grab horrible move yeah I know I know well I had to I had to show our company proud so I shook his hand and. You know, met him, met him good in that that thumb pocket. Yeah, and and matched him, uh, and that came back to me like a week and a half later. Yeah, one of the our our client was like the we're a subcontractor, so the contractor that had subcontracted us, the manager of that company was like he said, 
I like that, James. He's uh he's got a good handshake. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It it came back around and it was like, well, thank God it's not a dead fish over here. Yeah. You I know, thought like that's just our director level guy. Our in, in my head, those types of dudes who cared about your like type of handshake, I thought they were dead and gone, or at least retired. I didn't know nope. they're still out there. I think there. he's under fifty. Fuck. That sucks. Yeah. If you're if you care about a handshake, fucking stop touching people. Because you're doing it wrong. Just don't See, this Don't was right people. before quarantine, too. I mean, I'm glad I got some good handshake work in before quarantine happened. I hope the handshake's done. Yeah? I don't I don't want the handshake Dude, anymore. Because you can, you can, you know, run train on hands, man. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather. I don't want to brag about you, but. I'd rather high five. That'd be sweet. Yeah. The high five is just a hello. And I think. See, like the handshake as a as a hello, yeah. I think we can trade for the the high five, right? Yeah, and then the goodbye, maybe like a, I don't know, cup check or like just, I mean, that's <laughs> not check bad. But at the completion of a deal, before you're yeah departing the contract negotiations, if you just high five each other, hell yeah, like seems way better. It's less intimate, Damn right? You don't have, you can be farther apart. Yeah, and I'm not like. A high fiving type of guy normally, but if, nah, if you just got to watch the elbows, absolutely. But I just mean between the two, I, I I'll take the high five over the handshake. Personal there we preference. Go. But uh, I also like the fist bump. Big fan of fist bump nowadays. Fist bump's fun. Fist bump, yeah. but that's another one though. You got to make sure that you're bumping the fists and not nah. punching each other's knuckles. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, and I mean, some people don't like it when like the knuckles don't match, but I'm not a fan of that. I just need just any. Any, Any outside hand to yeah. outside hand contact, I'm I'm cool with. Honestly, let's bring back the bash thing where you fucking bump your your forearms in like an X against each other. Yeah, not both I'll, of your forearms. I like the backwards high five too. Ooh, that's yeah. fun. I don't yeah. think I've done that. Uh, the last Olympic basketball team was really big in that. All right. Yeah, they were they were doing backwards fives. Hell yeah. But yeah, but I, I've I've digressed enough. Please expound upon your uh, your journey home from the Dulles Airport to uh, the campus of the University of Maryland College Park. Yeah, I think uh, over ten inches had snowed in the Mid Atlantic region, which is a fuck ton for them. Yeah, uh, schools would be closed prepared. for a week. Yes. Yeah. Sure enough, Dulles was plowed. Dulles, there were big snow banks, but god damn it, they had the only dump trucks in the region uh, with plows on them. So I caught a very expensive taxi, and and I'm sure I was putting this on my parents' credit card at the time because there was probably no other way I was I was going to be able to get home. But I yeah. was curious how you got out of Dulles because Dullus is sort of an island unto itself. Like they're there's building nothing really the, around the it. metro line out there. Oh, so I got on a taxi to the nearest underground station because yeah. the underground was still running. Of course, no snow down there. So that that got me to the closest underground station to College Park, Maryland, which, which is Fort Totten, which is two stops away, which is, you know, like a solid four or five miles. Yeah. As the crow travels in the car, uh, it was probably five and a half miles. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I get out at Fort Totten, I mean, it's it's probably around noon, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, we had probably got in at like seven Maybe eight in the morning, stuck around till like nine. I had trekked across DC and, and probably gotten to Fort Totten at 
uh, yeah, like noon, maybe early afternoon, and trudge, started trudging through the snow. I mean, I know there's sidewalks down there, and uh, they were not visible. They were no. plowed over, but the snow had been left long enough on the street that it formed like those ice bricks if you went low enough. And, yeah. Like, we don't have the heavy-duty plows. It's usually a guy in like a Ford F-150 or a Silverado with a plow on the front. Yeah, he's not breaking ice with it. Him out. He's just pushing no, the loose snow no. around. So, I mean, it, driving's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, I get a call from uh, Fat Will, and and I'll, I'll name the dick out of him because I don't know what he's doing now. But uh, Joey Hockey, because he always had these silly bands that if you pull it off, a hockey player. I remember silly bands. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah. Joey Hockey, man. <laughs> um, anyway. They give me a call, and yeah, it, it's early afternoon. Uh, I'm, I didn't make too much progress. I think I might have made it to the McDonald's, which is like a block and a half down in like an hour. And they were like, where the hell are you right now? We have off school. And I was like, thank God, because I am I am not going to make it to class. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that but, was the plan. You were going to go to, like, I, yeah. We had, yeah, we we had were class that early. day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could we could miss a Monday, explain that, but missing Mondays and Tuesdays, tough. Yeah, tough. Uh, so they hit me up. They're like, all right, we're on our way to pick you up. Just stay put. Cool. I mean, I, I don't have a smartphone at this point, but I'm sure I knew how to pass time bored inside of McDonald's that was open for some reason. Absolutely. They could probably get me in like an hour and a half. I'm Knowing, knowing the Civic that Joey was driving, like – <laughs> and knowing the ride back, uh, yeah. it, it took them a while to get down. Yeah. But they got down. They got down and got me. And we took a very bumpy, icy, slushy ride back to College Park, Maryland. Hell yeah. And it was, it was turning dark. Like it was, it was getting nighttime, uh, by the time we got back. But yeah, the, one of the lasting memories that I have from, from this, this exact trip is a guy going down route one, which is like the main drag in college park. And it was, this was, this still had the ice bricks and slush all over it in a dirt or on a dirt bike fist in the air shouting, you'll never take me alive. Uh, <laughs> and a cop not catching up with him, trying to gut it to catch up with him. Yeah. Just, you'll never take me alive. Like, I mean, dirt uh, bike's going to beat any, any car in the snow. I'd say every time. I mean, unless nobody has a snowmobile down there, so I mean, the dirt bike is the best thing to use. Absolutely, it's not like the cops have like a half track that they could, or like a fucking snowplow. Uh, got one can... of those six tire tank APCs <laughs> that that I seen once for a riot. Well, of course they. That was do. about they're, a basketball game. They're they're a municipal police facility. Of course, they have military grade fucking trucks. Like, hey, there's a riotous population down there. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Or at least in the mid two thousands, they were riotous. They were, but yeah, I remember you telling me about that fucking guy on the dirt bike, and I was like, "Damn, that rules." Yeah, because we grew up with a lot of people riding dirt bikes around like illegally on streets, just because we grew up in the woods. But I would, that was the first time I heard. Yeah, I'd never heard about a, like a dirt bike in a city before, and I was just like, "Damn, that's awesome." Like, <laughs> that was. As I didn't even far see- as I know, they didn't get him. I didn't even see it, and I was just like, "That is the coolest thing that's ever happened." Yeah, like, that is a it's a perfect uh, falling action for for the pros that was that weekend. Absolutely, yeah. And that was uh, yeah, that was the first time I went to Vegas. I, I, I realized uh, as soon as you brought up that we should tell that story that I, I had just talked about 
my most recent trip to Vegas, which was when I accidentally took my wife to one of the top-rated swingers hotels in Las Vegas. Where if you're not making eyes with people, they'll look at you kind of shifty, especially if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> it's weird that you're not trying to fuck everyone there. You're being the dick. Yeah, you're kind of sexy. But, <laughs> hey, why aren't you trying to fuck me right now? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I'm going to fucking Vegas in uh, September. So Dude, we'll that a- sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to old Vegas, which I've never been to before. So we'll see that how that sounds like Las out. Vegas. Yep. Yeah. Going to punk rock bowling. The headliners are No Effects, The Circle Jerks, and Devo. So I'm finally going to get to see fucking Devo, which is huge. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You a big No Effects guy? No, I mean, I definitely listened to them in like when I was a teenager. And yeah, I'm, we I'm did. Go- I'm going to see them when I'm there just. Kind of to say that I have, because I feel like everybody's seen No Effects, but like they were a Warp Tour mainstay, right? I think they must have been. I mean, they're they're the flagship uh, of of Fat Records, like that's Big Mike's fucking label. So yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have paid money to see No Effects specifically, but I will gladly go and see them at a thing that I'm already going to. Like, yeah, I have nothing against No Effects. They got songs about farting and and being drunk, and if that's She's not nubs, yeah, <laughs> amputees. If that's not what our whole uh, podcast is about, then I don't know what it is. That's completely fine. Um, but yeah, man, the Vegas trips of 2010 are some I'll never forget. Hell yeah, you'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to sit down with our number one fan and go over uh, the first one at some point. Dude, he's sending me license plates now, so we gotta we really got to get this special off the road. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe later this weekend. All right, I'm in. Fourth of cool. July weekend. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to work, right? Yeah. All right? Tuesday. How are you doing? I hope everybody had a good weekend. We're at the Friday of the weekend, so we uh, we haven't had it yet, and uh, we're looking down the barrel of it. I'm very excited. I got a lot of fun work to do, putting the finishing touches on the roof, I think. Nice. I got some shit bun weather in Boston. Not going to stop me from grilling. My man. Yeah, I'll be yeah. grilling. Uh, I'll be grilling up Sunday. My diet ends on Sunday. Not that anyone cares but me. But uh, looking uh, forward that's to that's a Catholic diet. Sure, let's say yes. Famously Catholic, yeah. Ben. Okay. Yeah. Glad you got it out of the way. But then I'll start uh, eating everything again at nigh irresponsible quantities. So yeah, how how did you keep yourself from sleepwalking during this diet time? That's half the reason I stuck with the diet is it turns out I just needed to eat a lot more protein evenly throughout the day and I'll just I just stopped ah, fucking okay. sleep eating. I've probably slept eating like three times this whole year and normally it was like three to four times a week, if not more. So yeah. well it I, nipped that in the book. That's I just why we always kept a full fridge. Yeah, I just wasn't eating enough. That's what it was. My diet involved me eating more. I'm sorry. I know that's the any that's the worst thing anybody can hear is that I had to eat more for a diet, but it's protein. How do, you, how do you eat more I'm, protein? I'm I'm glad you you're eating more because you looked kind of unhealthy. <laughs> I, I could tell a lot of people were worried about me. They're like, Ben, you're well over 200 pounds. We need to get you <laughs> just over 300. Yeah, you're a you're a tall lad. You shouldn't you should be at least wearing 48s. <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah, so that uh, that concludes. The Vegas story. Yeah, you'll um, never take us alive and always bet on the Saints in a Super Bowl. Apparently. That's Peyton Manning. Apparently. And uh, he's retired now. Um, yeah. Is Eli still playing? I watched football in a while. No. No, I think he uh, 
I think last year was his like last year on a roster. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes watching football out here. So that's all right. Now we get them on like the pregame and postgame shows and a lot of commercials and shit. So Thank we'll get God. that for probably the next 40, 50 years. Good. That's what we yeah. needed was more Depending mayonnaise. on the hologram technology, I mean, it might be end of the hundreds of years. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine having a holographic fucking commentator? I would box a holographic Manning family. I would drink I, a bunch would, of uh, great taste, less filling Miller Lights with a holographic John Madden. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I love those old commercials he was in. They're funny as shit. I mean, they're stupid as fuck because they're beer commercials, but- he just bursts through a wall, Kool-Aid man style, and starts telling everyone to drink great taste, less filling Miller Lite. So it's a good ad campaign. Beer. It's a great ad campaign. Yeah. He's just like, I'm a famous drunk guy, and I'm big and fat. That's why I drink light See, beer. <laughs> yeah, but our generation, we're, we're running away from commercials. You know, whether it's your YouTube premium account or you're just watching Netflix, we're running from commercials, guys. Commercials were what made us. I think Sales a lot of that has to do with advertisers. The, Come on, what's the performative wokeness of commercials? And I'm not anti woke by any. I, I'm, I'm like, you know, we progress needs to be yeah, made. No, you're you're a positive twelve on the woke scale. But, but when fucking like when Bud Light spends like five hundred thousand dollars towards like a fucking you know some outreach program to like a a, a poor county somewhere, and then they spend five million dollars advertising that they spent five hundred thousand dollars in charity that's disgusting like that's that's horrific and it's not an engaging commercial they did the maximum tax deductible amount show me the frogs you're not again. Seeing. like com- <laughs> like every all commercials are fucking stupid they just are so don't watch them while you hallucinate i can tell you that so if you're, if you're going to make terrify them, you, shock and all, make them knowing they're going to be stupid. Like, don't try to make them fucking smart or eye opening or something like that. Just be like, oh, everybody hates these. So let's make them visually entertaining while people are, you know, less yeah. and less forced Wacky, to watch waving them. inflatable tube, man. Yeah. To your point, everyone's less forced to watch them now because we do have ways of, of getting around them. Uh, it's a Look, constant. We've always fight. been trying it. South Park made a whole fucking like season arc about the fact that ads are, you know, uh, encroaching more and more on our, it's a, it's a uh, fucking what, what's, what's, uh, what's that term when, uh, defenses go up and offenses go, you know, there is constant fucking battle between advertisers. Mutualism. Sure. Let's go with that. But as, as ads get, as we get better at blocking ads, ads get better at fucking getting around the blocks and vice versa. So just sort of a constant fucking struggle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And if that ain't a metaphor for life. (laughs) This show is brought to you by, no, I'm just kidding. My big ass. Yeah, my (laughs) B-A-C. Nice. Thanks, man. We here at my B-A-C. I've I've really really been trying. We here at my B-A-C recently gave $5 to one of those little checkout counter boxes where you put it in and it goes to a charity so that that business can pe- spend less on taxes. And so since we did we that. We here at my BAC. <laughs> we care about $9 you and your family. at Oak Square Liquors. <laughs> and gave that extra dollar straight to St. Jude's. Uh, no, it was an exact dollar amount, so uh, there was no rounding up. Oh, then fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry. It's not that kind of liquor store. Nope. Well, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. I think we'll probably have some more stories coming up in the next 
couple months or so. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to make some. Got to make some. It's true. I'm going to see you in less than two months, buddy. I'm excited. I I heard. I heard. Yeah, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm with know. you. I'm gonna confirm with you and Matt after this. But uh, right, yeah, good. then, then I'm gonna good, buy lad. then I'm buy the tickies. But uh, but yeah, fucking pumped. So Always. look out for a lot of content in uh, <laughs> maybe the month August or September. Yeah, coming at you hot and heavy, muggy yeah. as fuck. Yep. But the uh, dog days. But yeah, good talking to you, buddy. Um, I hope you have a great fucking Fourth of July weekend. Good talking to you too. You at home. Had a great Fourth of July weekend, yeah, and keep it rolling. Yeah, why not? Every yeah. day, can, every day can be. You a still day got hot dogs. Grill. Come on, just keep <laughs> grilling. A always B B C grilling. Yeah, Charb Road is for winners. Now, Jimbo, you, you got any advice to close us out on this week? Any wisdom? Any uh, pearls of knowledge? Uh, I do have to pee. Me too, buddy. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, America.